systems are offline. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. The Pat and AJ Podcast. Well, because they got great banter. They jib-jab. Jib-jab, jib-jab, jib-jab. Pat and AJ. I feel like the conversation we've been having in the last five minutes is a lot more interesting than the shit they're talking about on the radio. Just moronic commentary and stupid sound effects, and it's just dumb. It doesn't make any sense. It's the Pat and AJ Podcast. Suck, Hang on, let me see if I can do this. Suck, you don't understand. This is so stupid. Suck this force. Suck it, baby. Come yeah, on. I gotta put my chin on it to hold it that's down, and then I gotta pull. Pull but it. You have to get the suction, pull otherwise. That oh, that, that's sucking. It's sucking. Oh, or is it? Damn it! You see, my my <laughs> woman lives in fear of the mosquitoes, so she buys every contraption known to man to combat mosquitoes, and the latest one is this. It's called the bug bite. Bug Bites Relief, or right. it's also famously called the Bug Bite Thing. Literally, that's what it's called, so which I think is brilliant. She uh, uses this thing, which is literally, it looks like a syringe, except it's it's just creating suction. It basically, because any well anybody who has... Um, problems with mosquito bites which is me yeah. our son yeah. you're 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 in one camp or the other you, the mosquitoes either love you or they don't and they love me and treat me like a buffet and they are pretty nasty right now in Arizona yeah. because we've been getting a lot of rain and um, this bug bite thing basically cuz what makes it itch is not the bite itself it's the saliva that's now in you from the mosquito thank so, you bill nye it's uh, it's well, I didn't know that. I thought that was fascinating, but it suctions out the saliva, and then you just wait for it to go away. But yeah, I have one on the top of my hand, and it's gross too because it's like right on one of those veins is, that pops out of your hand. All that goes on now all day is that she carries this, and and it, it looks I like carry it with me wherever I go. It looks like a fucking epipen. It, it, it does, it, it really yeah. Does. So she carries this around everywhere, and it goes from room to room. It comes in my purse. She's constantly just using it all over her body, and then she'll on occasion, pull in myself or our son and go, get in here! Because she can't, like, she needs an extra pair of hands. Well, yeah, because there are places where it's, like, one it's on hilarious. the top of your hand is hard to deal with. Man. Damn mosquitoes. They're nasty this year, man. We are all, all three of us, our legs are eaten alive. Yeah, but I'm not living in, like, whatever kind of fucking, like, I, I just feel I'm, like oh. you're in this weird battle with it. I'm like, I get them, you scratch, and then they they go away. <sighs> you seem to be on this constant, what can I do to relieve because myself? Because do yours itch, like, for the entire time, or do they just, like, they itch, itch for a couple a, days? I don't know. Yeah, they, they itch for a couple days, and then See, they're gone. mine itch, That's like, until they're completely gone well yours are like scabbed over that's because i've scratched them so bad because they and that, then they stop uh, uh nope. itching, right? you know what that one with the scab on my ankle right there still uh-huh. itches i don't know Damn man it. better go see a dermatologist once you get insurance or something i've always mosquito bites have been a bane of my existence so since I was a kid. of course that's what she was doing as we we're trying to get ready for the podcast i didn't want to be interrupted it's, hold on hold on hold on she's sitting here trying to like get this thing to like suck on her leg or ankle or wherever because the you know what it's like just think of it as an itch in general okay. if you've got an itch and that you can't satiate <laughs> it will encompass your whole day bumpuses it's like you just feel so yeah that's how i feel like uh, mosquitoes are the, are the dogs oh, from the christmas boy. story bumpuses so that's what she's up to. How about you? What you sucking on this weekend, huh? Um, I'm Pat. That's AJ. This is our podcast. We're we're, we're a couple days late. Yeah, I'm we not. Have, I think we have to retool the the podcast schedule because when we are, is this being released? Shouldn't, um, shouldn't this just be the Tuesday episode? Because it's Saturday. No, no, this has to be released today. Remember, today. remember you said, "Oh, we'll we'll do you it on said. Saturday." You like you like how she shifts responsibility in that statement? Well, you said. Listen, I don't care. Well, I'll you produce said. it. it very bother very me. Trumponian of you. Well, you do said. not compare me to Donald Trump. Uh, I'm, I'm just ever. saying. You said I'll produce it. I don't care. But it needs no, to I go can. I can produce it. I'm just trying to think of continuity. Would it work better for this episode that we're currently recording on a Saturday to be released on Tuesday and just get back on schedule as opposed to having to release this tonight? Because hold on, hold on. What time is it right now? Where it is 3.33. 3.30 in Arizona. Yeah. So, on so the, it's 6.30 on the East Coast. So let's think at best you get this thing up by... 8.30 this evening. It's like midnight. But it's I, midnight. I will tell you, though, on weekends, people stay up late and, okay. and listen. So, to, you, so you think people on the weekends, on a Saturday night, like, listen to our podcast. like back in 1947, when it was time to listen to the fucking Lone Ranger on the AM radio, just like we have here in our studio. Let's look at this. Look at this, AJ. Look at this. 
You think tonight people are going to sit down, crisscross applesauce, and say, let's dial up the Pat and AJ podcast. <laughs> Fuck yeah, they are. Okay, well, but... God damn right. Listen, I don't give a shit if we release it today or... Do, trust me, I don't care at all. But if we yeah. release it Tuesday, we still have to include our son because okay. he wants to be on yeah, the next I podcast. After- I'm just saying, because then if we release this now, it's really kind of, I don't know when it... And then we have to record again yeah. on Tuesday. Okay, so why can, don't we just release this on Tuesday? Yeah, and we'll, we'll, we will record our son on Monday night and yeah. then get it done from there. That works there for me. Go. Cool. Now we all know what we're doing. Can we talk about your extra level of hippie? You really crossed Thank a line today. Trying to, trying to level up these days. So it's very weird. We're having, I wouldn't say, well, I'm having a hard time. I don't know about you. Are you having a hard time with like our schedules no. being so different? Life's beautiful. Uh, no, it, life is really great. We're yeah. very, very lucky. Like we're both, um, we are both working. Technically my job's part-time, but trust me, it's full-time right now. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, it's, Pat's it's working up, full-time. Yeah, your job is part-time media, which really equates to full-time in like the normal world, <laughs> right? Well, When they offer you part-time in the media, it's one of two things. Either they're going to give you eight hours a quarter, right? Or they're going to give you like 39 hours a week. Exactly. There's <laughs> no in between. Either we'll see you weeks, once every three months or we'll see you every fucking day. Most of my weeks have been 37-ish okay. hours. Go. So you're working a lot. No. I think um, with our changes, because yes, you're doing that thing that is kind of swing work. And this was Pat's, and, and I'm, so I'm filling in for people. So my schedule yeah. is not continuous at all. It's all over the place. Yeah. Pat's is Monday through Friday, 8 to 4, yeah. 8 I mean, to 5, there, 9 there, to 5. There's some, you know, yeah. exceptions with maybe half an hour, hour in either direction. I mean, and- it's very strange. It's the first time. Pretty much in our, I wouldn't say our entire relationship, but the majority of it, we haven't worked yeah. together. Um, Last time I worked without you was Seattle. Seattle, and yeah. that was like a low in our relationship anyways. Yeah, that was a tough time for everybody. So, which is crazy that we came out of that time with the idea that we should work together. Isn't that crazier? There's, that, a, there's a lot of things we've done in the past that I'm like, <laughs> what the hell were we thinking? That, that we came out of one of the lowest points of our relationship where we had zero trust yeah. and communication. And then we go, what's our next move? We should work together 80 hours a week. <laughs> side by side. Intimately. So our schedules are like super jacked right now. I just wrapped up a day of work. I work today, um, which is Saturday, the day we're recording this. Yeah. And so I work the weekend and Pat doesn't work. So our son starts school on Monday. Mm-hmm. Um, and he'll be on the podcast later to talk about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I said, hey, you know, I got to work Saturday and Sunday. So why don't... And it, plus, he's he's 14 going on 15. He's I've had to just let go and realize he's at the age now where he needs his dad more than he needs, he needs his mom. I, I mean, that just ebbs and flows in life. Yeah, but you I knew through- this was going to happen when he was a teenager and it's yeah. happening and I can't deal with it. I don't want to talk about it. But anyway... <laughs> I said, hey, why don't you guys go out um, clothes shopping yeah. for school? Because, I mean, I could take him, but I'm just, I suck at buying guys clothes. Listen, I don't understand the sizes even, of all your shit. I don't get it. I can't even describe how much um, AJ turned into my mother this week because, you know, a mom would famously, as the old saying would go, slap a bowl on your head. And bust out the scissors, right? And they'd clip it around and you got the mo, because that's what mom was handing out. Maybe you just got the buzz cut. Why? Because we had clippers and we just Okay. Hang on. You're you're getting way off topic here. AJ's figured out that she needs me in her life because she also took our son to get a bum ass haircut this morning. He told the stylist what he wanted, and I don't I also don't think he gives a shit. I don't think he does, but come on. You gotta have some uh, parental advisory roles in these situations did your mom have input on your hair at uh, 14 no 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 you could do whatever you want pretty much i mean she she just wouldn't let me dye it at that age but i could do whatever i wanted like if you wanted to go in and 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 get a pixie cut she'd be like pixie cut uh yeah she would warn me about it but okay all right um so yeah he took our son out (laughs) clothes shopping today and you need me to go clothes shopping (sighs) she'll come back with more mo clothes shut up it's kind of nice, though, because uh, he wears, uh, like, a uniform shirt, so all he really needed was shorts, but, mm-hmm. like, all the shorts we had from when we lived in Michigan, none of that fits. So they come home, and they buy, what, you bought five pairs of shorts, they look great, they yeah. fit him great. One for every day of the week. And then they, out of left field, both of them yeah. pull Crocs mm-hmm. out of a bag, both, as in they both have Crocs now. Well, I had Crocs before. 
You did, but I had a pair of black Crocs that I've been wearing since like. You had two pairs of black, identical black Crocs. Yeah, from like 2014. That you've just been alternating yeah. nonstop. Although he's left those Crocs out like in the back of the house. They're rubber, man. Well, yeah, but it did rain a lot. They and can just hang out anywhere. Well, it's funny. Totally Arizona problems. He looked at them and said, I need new Crocs. And yeah. He had um like little, the little pricks from cactuses stuck in his Crocs and they weren't going all the way through. So they weren't pegging his foot, but still. So granted, I should probably not kick any more cactuses in my Crocs, but have you been I, kicking cactuses? You're not supposed to do that. When I went to the mall and I happened to see a Croc store, I said, oh shit, let me jump in there and get a new pair of Crocs so, while we're here. But we have to talk about what you bought. because this is, I bought a new pair of Crocs. This is next level, though. You don't like these? I don't hate on Crocs at all. I, I believe that they're comfortable. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, they're kind of, they're like Birken, Crocs are to you what Birkenstocks yeah. are to me. They're not the most stylish sandal, but they're comfy, so I don't care. Crocs, I get it. They're comfy. Everybody I know who wears them loves them. But he has... Tie-dye Crocs, you guys. Wait a second. Is that a taco? Yeah. I got a taco on one. What the hell is this, by the way? Is this new? Because now they have like, they're like charm bracelets. You can put little decorations and the holes on top. First off, my other Crocs I've always bought online. I just didn't have time. You should have done that again. (laughs) You you don't need to be in a Croc store with options. I don't think I've ever seen a Croc store before. So I happened to see the Croc store when I went in there. When I went in there, I saw there are many options. And yes, there are tie-dye Crocs. (laughs) And then my son saw a pair of uh, Space Jam, a new legacy Crocs. I'm going to take a picture of you to put on our social media. Go ahead. There we go. Look at you. Fancy. So that'll be up on our Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. Um, our and 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 one of my shoes as well. Our son says, "Dude, I want those Space Jam Crocs." I'm like, "All in? Yes, you do. Those look awesome." And then I opened my eyes to the rest of the store, and it's every kind of Croc known to man. And I found these tie dye ones. I'm like, "Those are vibrant and fun." And they are. And then when I checked out, they said, "Well, sir, with your purchase, you get two <gasps> charms." Oh, they get so they are charms. And they said you get to pick them out. And I looked, and they had all these charms. <laughs> and 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 because I've I've grown and matured, I did not uh, uh, get the weed leaf, oh. which would normally be that yeah, would be my first inclination. Instead, I got a Mario charm and I got a uh, taco charm. <laughs> so I have uh, tie dye Crocs. This. With Taco and Amarium. I feel like once we uh, we release this podcast, like all my friends who love Crocs are going to be like, oh my God, send yeah. me a pair of those I Crocs. I mean, no, these aren't like new by any stretch They're of the just, I've never seen Crocs that wacky. I do think our son's Space Jam Crocs are cute. I don't think he's going to wear them. I, but I think he'll wear them for how like- How much are Crocs, by the way? Um, these are like 39 bucks. Okay. And a little like last, like again, the last pair that I bought, I think lasted I, like six years. I bought in 2014 yeah. and just wore down to like nubs. And well, like, you did have two pairs though, but they I were did. the exact same. But so you only, never really knew when you were wearing the which only one. reason why I bought a second pair is because I lost the first pair and then I found, the, you first found pair, the first pair and then I had two pairs. That's that's Pat math, by just, the way. This is wacky. Man. So I have these, which are size ten, size ten Crocs, Our, uh, and a I taco do, on one and a Mario on the other. I don't mean this to sound mean. I'm I'm genuinely curious because someday maybe I'll try Crocs because yeah, I don't. Footwear is so important. But but like you don't like them. Like you already tried them on and like walked around the house. You're like, I Meh. guess I just don't get it yet. But that's not to say I won't listen. Yeah. I'm I'm very much at the age where I'm like you have to wear comfy shoes like that. It, that's Thank all there you. is to it. Comfort over everything. Yeah, right? it's comfy shoes. Um, but are those made for wide feet? <laughs> Why? Oh, my oh, cracks are kind of naturally. Okay. Wide. Because I, I tried them on and like you have extremely wide feet and yeah. I have extremely narrow feet. Mm-hmm. So when I put them on, like it feels like throwing a hot dog down a hallway. Um, yeah. I like mean, I don't see myself wearing those cause they're just so giant damn normal. Yeah. These do run kind of wide. I wonder if they have uh Slim ones. No, no. That's why I can't wear it's Nikes. It's the only skinny thing on my body, so I Is have it? to take care of it. Yes. Yeah, my kinda, feet. <laughs> man, it kind of sucks for me because, yeah, I, um, I've been going through this whole thing because I, I just went back to work in, quote, unquote, the real world, which I haven't done in a long time, worked in one of those situations. So with that came kind of a new wardrobe, and I want to get, like, new shoes, and I have wide feet. 
and I've always known Nikes are off the table for me. Nikes are do they, extremely. Does Nike sell wides? They're no, they're very narrow okay. shoes just by design. Well, because I I ask because a lot of shoe companies do sell wide versions of their shoes. Now, but. yeah, no, now a lot do, but I was always kind of regulated to like Adidas. Adidas worked well for my feet, yeah. and um, I think like Skechers worked really well, and Crocs worked and really and well. Crocs work well. But I've been going out buying new shoes, and I bought like a pair of these Dockers, and uh, what else? I bought a pair of Vans. Those are okay. I think I may have made a mistake buying them, but you know, really, I might. Maybe I just gotta break them in more. Yeah, like you know, well, yeah, with like shoes, like you don't know because you have to break them in. But then by the time you break them in, they're broken in, and you can either if you still don't like them, you're screwed. Yeah, thank you. And you don't want to get them too big because then you feel like a clown, like bozo walking down. See, that's how I felt in your Crocs. I felt like a clown, like those were clown shoes. And I mean, they're tie dye, so they kind of look like clown shoes. (laughs) Yeah, I had um. Can What's you tell, the- by the way, your cat missed you all week? Oh, yeah. He's like all hanging out. Our cat, uh, Charlie, Charlie McDennis. He is our Flint dumpster cat that we got from the Humane Society. Um, he has been like crying at the door when Pat goes to work Aww. this week because he's not used to you not being around. <laughs> Think about it, though. They were with you the entire time yeah. I was in Arizona. But yeah, I I tried to go back to sleep yesterday after Pat left and the cat was crying at the door and I realized it was because Pat left the house. And he's in here now just like circling Pat's chair. It's very cute. Come on down. Let's hang out. He missed you. Everyone's missed me. Right I here. missed you too. They're very adaptive times here. Yeah, we'll get the, used to it. And, and, and that's why this podcast is all fucked up. And, yeah, you know. everything's a mess right now. And you know what? Sometimes it's okay. Yeah. It's uh, Do you see somebody call that out? Somebody called it out on the uh, Facebook thread. Did they? They said, uh, you know what? I was wondering once Pat started working yep. if the podcast schedule would change. Well, and and it really unfortunately like neither one of our schedules really um sh- shouldn't change it's more our son has band practice on Thursday nights now. Yeah. And Pat's not home all day. Sometimes I am, sometimes I'm not. But my schedule is mostly like it's either early morning or overnight. So there's not a lot of just midday stuff. So my schedule with the podcast is not that hard. Your schedule, though, on Thursdays, when we usually record for Friday, would be like coming home from work. Doing the podcast and then immediately doing the yeah, podcast. And then I leave with our son to go to band and I don't get home till eight o'clock. Yeah, and that's yeah, rough. I don't know. Yeah, we're going to have to figure something out. But it's trust me, it's not going anywhere. Pat, Pat did suggest. What's it? Going down to one a week. I did, yeah. And I said, absolutely not. She fought for you guys. I fought for you. They bought us this equipment. Uh, we just, we owe them two, one, two a week. One, one time a week is sufficient. No, but I like it because it's, we don't see each other a lot <laughs> says, anymore. Says says the uh, woman who doesn't have to leave her bedroom these days for work. I like it. Shut up. She misses me. I do miss you. But yeah, no, I, I do... Um, I do like this because it's, it's, this is what we need. I feel like we're just disconnected till we do the podcast and then we kind of get back in our old groove. So yeah, what's up with that? Let's talk. Let's talk. Oh, let's not. <laughs> no, it's uh, AJ. Uh, she. Oh, just say it. I called you crying the other called day. <laughs> me. She called me because she took our son to his drum lesson. So that's that day where I work a traditional nine to five schedule. He gets I, home. I see him for 20 minutes and yeah. then I'm, we're gone. Yeah. She calls me because she's waiting um, outside the lesson because it's, you know, the COVID, the Delta rise. We're not trying to hang out inside with no. uh, folks. I also was catching a cold. So I'm like, yeah. that's the responsible thing to do is to wait in the car. But of course, then I had, it was, it was a huge thunderstorm. So it was raining. So that didn't help. I had nothing but time to deal with my thoughts. <laughs> and then I called Pat crying. <laughs> and I get this phone call. And she's really upset because it starts kind of very jokingly just... Like, I'm calling you because I miss you. Because you know how it is, partners, husbands, wives. After a long-term relationship, you you don't do conversation phone calls. No. So when my phone rang, I assumed it was, hey, can you do me a favor? And Or I'm stopping at the store. Do you need anything? Something exactly. like that. Yeah. And, and, and when I answered and go, hello, and she's like, hi. <laughs> 
and then I quickly figure out, oh, you want to have a conversation? And, and then she just admits, well, I'm just kind of lonely because I have, see, yeah, it was just waterworks. It's 13 years we worked together. It's a long time. I miss the shit out of you. you know like, I feel so it? good right now because this is, yeah. this is who we are. We are not whoever this couple is where I'm working midnight to 7 a.m. and then I go to sleep and you come home from work at 5 p.m. We eat dinner together and then go to, like, that's not who we are. So yeah. it's very weird. Well, that is who we are. It's who, who we have. <laughs> no, it's who we have to be right now. No, not all. That's who we want to be. No, we're both very happy with our careers. Yeah. It's just, it's a real big adjustment. Yeah. I knew it would be. I mean, but this is what you always said. I mean, AJ always said, if I could just stay at home and write or or, yeah. or or do media stuff. I'd be the happiest clam in all and the am. ocean. I'm and a very happy clam right now. I really now, am. She's a little upset that the news happens on Sundays at two o'clock in the morning, and she has to work those shifts. <laughs> but no one said the news no. ever ceases to exist. I'll tell you when it sucks. <laughs> is uh, trust me, you're talking to a a new family therapist who will eventually, at some point in time, when we are sitting at a dinner somewhere, get a phone call. Yep. From my work. Somebody's having a crisis. That says, I need to contact someone right now, and I will be excusing myself from the table and going to a separate room. So I totally understand and can appreciate the hustle that goes into anyone's career that you are passionate about. I feel about. like there's no middle ground with working in the news because you don't want a slow yeah. news day, but you also don't want it to be nuts. Like, I've already worked the days that are crazy. In fact, today was supposed to be kind of crazy, and you'll be listening to this on Tuesday, but we recorded it Saturday. Um, the Senate is convening on a Saturday. Ooh, They're working on a Saturday, just a like deal. the other half of America, <laughs> um, to deal with this infrastructure bill. Just like everyone who is working at the Croc store today. <laughs> but I was laughing because, you know, my, my assignment editor was like, you know, we got to keep an eye on that. And they didn't. There was nothing going on. They were just working on it. So yeah. I just had to stare at it all day. And let me tell you. Which is more maddening than anything. Yes. I'm like, yeah. well, somebody get up and talk um, like Jesus. Um, I, but I, it was it was funny because um, they took a lunch break. So I took a lunch break, finished my sandwich, eh, about 20, 25 minutes, did some house cleaning. And then I came back and sat down and I waited and I waited some more. And yeah. they didn't want me to do anything in that time because they're like, if somebody gets up that. to talk. Yeah. I'm like, no, they're in recess. I had no idea that their little recess, their lunch break is like two and a half hours long. Do you know the traffic is like in D.C.? Holy shit. Then order in, for goodness sake. These guys don't do anything. Uber isn't working right now. The first They're not going to let an Uber pull up to the U.S. Senate. The fir- Can't I, have someone roll through with hot dogs and fries. Maybe they need a food truck outside then. Come on. The first thing the senator from Virginia said, because he was the only one I heard talk in the three or four hours I was monitoring it, was... I know we'd all rather be out doing other things right now. And I wanted to just throw my computer through the window. Rather be raising money. Could you be so out of freaking touch? Um, But yeah, no, it was, it's either if there's no news, it sucks. If there's too much news, it sucks. Do you know, um, we are blocked off for time off by the way, the entire week before September 11th. Who, who you guys, everybody in like our news organization. Yeah. Because this is 20th anniversary. It is so interesting. Um, What's it like extracting you? Because it's, I feel like, and, and maybe this is like the disconnect that you're talking about, that we're just living for the first time, like you said, separate professional lives. Yeah. And we're connecting with professional people in vastly different um, oh, yeah. fields, right? And it's so like, how are you dealing with being in that bubble? And I'm in my bubble. And when I come home, I want to talk about all these amazing um, healing things that I may have witnessed, and you are talking about death, destruction, <laughs> COVID numbers. Yeah. Are you having, I mean, is this, because I don't think we we never experienced the full toll of being a news person because we were radio people, yeah. which are kind of like fucking circus clowns, you know? Yeah, we're supposed to talk about the news, but in a fun but, way. Yeah, but like not really, and we definitely don't like report on it, but you have to be aware of it. I was so going to say, and, you can't, and we couldn't win either. If we didn't talk about the news, people got mad. Yeah, you're if ignoring we, things. If we did talk about then it, people said, we don't want to hear the yeah. news from you. It was yeah. hard. So this is, I mean, you're really living in it. Is it hard? When you clock out, when it, and, and, and trust me, she clocks the fuck out. She got a union job, y'all. So when it's time to go, it's time to go. Um, they legit don't want you staying like five minutes late. 
is what's it like extracting yourself from that? Is it okay? It's Are, super easy to check out. Do you yeah. find yourself still like like that's what you want? Like like right now, look about how much you just talked about. Like like that's yeah. your world right now. Well, I did just get off work, so yeah. but no, but, that, but but that's what I'm talking about. When yeah. you get off work, is it hard to go out of that mode now? Um, to where you're so hyper aware of what's happening and going on right now? No, because it's just the same cycle of stories. It's yeah. it's COVID and the Delta variant and the Olympics and this the infrastructure bill has been kind of in and out. Yeah, but no, like when I, <laughs> it's a great feeling actually when I'm done. Like, I don't think about what I did all day. Yeah. Like, I don't obsess over it. I don't worry if somebody's going to call me about it. Like, sure. if anything happens, it happens during your work shift. So I'm, like, happy as a clam. I'm, mm. I'm all good. Now, again, I think, like, I think the week leading up to September 11th is going to suck. Yeah. Because we're going to rip open 7 million old wounds. But Say, Yeah, and, and speaking of, like, who we're connecting with, you know, professionally, like, you're in this world of news and reporting, and, I emailed with the White House correspondent ooh, today, um, and I was in my pajamas. <laughs> so, and I'm in this world of mental health and recovery, and the my professional people are, um, man, they're oh, they're remarkable, yeah, just amazing people who have dedicated their lives, yeah. for whatever reason. Right? We all have our own reason why we're there. I don't see anyone who just got told by a high school guidance counselor. You're meant to be a social worker. This is what you're supposed to do. You know, you're supposed to work in mental health and yada, yada, yada. There's a lot of people there for a lot of different reasons doing a lot of great work and I'm surrounded by that environment and then like I'll Are walk... Are you saying the media doesn't do a lot of great no, no, work? No, <laughs> I, I walk past AJ's office, which is where we're recording now, the Groove Room. And, the Groove Room, I love it. And I hear her on these, whatever, you know, online platform you're using communicating with these hardened New York reporters who are fucking like Clark Kent, man. They've lived and breathed the news. They're just like, man, okay, how you doing? How's that infrastructure bill going? What's the governor doing? Uh, He's a bum. A bum, I tell (laughs) you. What time is the deadline? You tell him to stick it. Hey, where you at right now with that quote? Did you get the quote? Call him back. You tell him I need a quote. Like, it's, it's, it's like... It's so interesting to hear the world that you're in. What's weird to me is that this is the world I originally wanted to go into. You wanted to be a news person. Yeah. And I I literally just fell into radio as it, it was a true... It was an internship. It was an internship, which I just call an accident now because <laughs> yeah. I literally just so... so. But a part of me looks back and says, I'm glad I did it this way. I'm, I'm glad I'm not a, like a hardened news person yeah. who's almost 40 and who is like <laughs> just jaded by just it, just grinded all the, the way through. No, I'm glad that like, I'm, I'm yeah. like fresh eyed and you know, uh, what is it called? Uh, something bushy tailed. Yeah. <laughs> Here's one thing that I wide eyed and bushy tailed. I'm pretty sure I could already, uh, uh, uh answer this uh, question. How many times at your workplace do employees say, Hey, I love you. Well, Never. Like, yeah. What... You're not allowed to say that. <laughs> The place I'm at is so loving and compassionate. I see so many people like just encouraging each other. You know other. what? I like to think of it like I this. I love you so much. <laughs> and I appreciate your process and your willingness to be here for me. Yeah, there's I, none of that. I hope you have a great weekend. Uh, but I am. I I'll, Honestly, though, like I am the older I get, becoming oh, more protective of my health and my mental health. Yeah. And if at any point things start becoming bad. Yeah. It, then I will no longer be doing it. But you know what I like to think of? you The people at your work are so supportive and I love you and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like my union rep. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, it really <laughs> that's is. my support system that's is my union system. rep. <laughs> as, as it should be. That's who you need. Yeah. You know? It's funny, the Olympics and mental health have um, kind of wound up, boy, so intertwined this year because of Simone Biles. The literal unthinkable unimaginable if you put all the money in vegas on it you couldn't have predicted oh my god that the world's greatest athlete um really doesn't compete at all and instead says i'm gonna just support it must be crazy to be in your business reporting on that that happened because that's the weird part about working in the overnight shifts which i have a couple coming up next week yeah. but I, I worked like six last you week catch which, those stories in the middle of the night well yeah. because it's in japan sure, so yeah. guess what's happening all night is the olympics so you what, actually woke me up with that and i was the first person to tell someone at my work 
because someone brought up Simone Biles, like, oh, she's so great. And I go, yeah, it's terrible that she pulled out. And and I think that was when we were, thought she was maybe only pulling out oh, of no. the one event. It was before the whole House of Cards broke. But now that story has evolved to basically I say, did kind of shit a brick when that came through the wire. How can you? I mean, they that, were like, hey, guys, like, we have to cut all this stuff on Simone Biles. She's pulling out. I'm like, what do you mean? Like, the, that's not a thing. The, <laughs> the, the, the closest thing that I can even think that's come uh, close to it lately in the news was when Giannis got injured in game what I think five yes. of the Eastern Conference oh Finals. Oh my god, we all thought that was it. Yeah, it's like the same thing where you're like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, the how? guy got hurt when you need him in the game. So that was the same thing when you're like Simone Biles is out and it is now elevated this mental health discussion. Thank God. And especially now- especially amongst black women. They yes. said, and just, uh, you know, uh, African-Americans in general, the mental yeah. health conversation, not quite as loud as it is with everybody else. It is something They that, said this is huge for her and the community. Yeah, being that I got my um, degree and studied in social work, which is very biopsychosocial, if I can use those words, we kind of study everything. It's not just yeah. psychology where we look at your brain. We look at environment. Envi- yeah, it all and, affects And all you. those things. And one of the things we actually did study was uh, community and culture cultural bias and unfortunately boy i think outside of asian americans um yeah the the only community that has higher stigma with mental health unfortunately is uh african yeah yeah, the black community the black community does have a problem so simone biles is taking on this role of being a mental health advocate for women young women athletes black women the black community for i mean just global mental health struggles she now is almost transferred that pressure of competing i feel like now it's transferred on her shoulders of being this mental health advocate advocate well and that was interesting that was the first thing i did at work today was there was a press conference overnight in yeah, tokyo with three members of i didn't know this was the thing the mixed triathlon uh, event um, from Team USA, and yeah. they talked to three people about mental health issues, and all three of them had something to say. One of them um, said that you know after Rio, I was super messed up, and I would only call my therapist when I when I needed her instead of making it yeah. consistent. And another one like leaned on his parents for mental health. I mean, sports psychology is like a real oh, that's like a major. Yeah, yeah. you can actually that could be what you be because isn't that now this is where you I you could did. literally now, see the pressure on Simone Biles' shoulders before she did that vault. You could see it. This is where I am going to lean on you being a very hyper-informed news person. Yeah. Um, so what she is going through is, among many things, a, I guess, a, not, I don't want to say condition, an experience, a syndrome. Is it a syndrome? Uh, a syndrome. I feel, I feel like an episode an would episode, be a better word for it. Um, that is common in this sport, and it's called the twisties. Yeah, I'm fascinated by this. Now, what are the twisties? I've read a lot about this because I think it's just, it, this is this is the reason she pulled out, but it's yeah. a mental condition. Sure. She's not physically injured. Yeah. Um, she's probably exhausted. Yeah. But the twisties are, um, you know, look at what they do. That's all they're doing is twisting and turning and jumping through the air and they're upside down and they're, you know, sure. inside out. The twisties are basically when you're in the air and you just lose sight of where you are. How you're going to land. I mean, it's just, it's almost like, um, and the word. I guess you would me. say when like pilots, we've heard about this with pilots, both. Um, Disoriented. With, yes. Pilots and helicopters or airplanes, God forbid, they get disoriented yeah. sometimes with space and they don't know which way is up, which way is down, exactly. which way is left, which way is right. And obviously that's dangerous for anybody. But when sure. you are literally flying through the air for Two and a half seconds, yes, and you lose sight of where you're at. I mean, you can break your neck. So this is basically what happened to Simone Biles with her that one vault. Yeah, the, the one vault that we saw where she bailed. She bailed halfway, and you can see in the still photos. She even said, "Like, look at my face. You can tell yeah. that I'm disoriented." So and like, and you she s- hasn't been able to snap out of it. And, and so, like you said, this is a psychological yeah. condition. There's no, she doesn't have vertigo. No. She, it's not like she has a broken, like you remember years ago, the Olympian who was from Arizona, uh, who broke her ankle. Was that Carrie Strug? Yes. From Tucson, I uh, believe. I saw a lot of people compare 
Simone Biles to Carrie Strug. Two different things. Well, yeah, and and also like I saw people compare them and saying, "Well, look, Carrie Strug carried on." But that was a physical. It was a physical ailment, condition. and also she shouldn't have. Like no, she really shouldn't. Have. I think that's what we're all coming to now yeah. is looking back on that. That wasn't a healthy situation. No, what no, no, Simone no. Biles is doing is healthy. But I mean, at least there she's in the right headspace. Yeah. That's one thing. Psychologically, listen, that should be. It's really hard, and I can say that as a dance teacher who broke my ankle last year. Say so, yeah, talk about you coming back from that injury. You have to psychologically get over the fact of I need to put X amount of weight on my foot. Yeah. I need to put X amount of strain it's on my leg. It's incredibly hard to have a physical um, injury when you when you do something physical. Like, And trust me, gymnastics is not teaching dance, but yeah. still, it's dance. It's Irish dance. It's everything from the waist down. Yeah. So you have to get yourself in a headspace where you trust yourself, and she's clearly not in that headspace. If there is anything that's a takeaway from this, really... And I hope this comes out the right way. But think about it is is the power of a good mental health. Yeah. Look at two Olympians. One that had a physical ailment. Yeah. Right? Everything else was ticking fine, but holy smokes, I broke or injured this part of my body. And that's really hard too. But psychologically, I'm going to push through this for whatever reason, right or wrong, whether you want to say she should have or not. Because the adrenaline will get you through that moment right. physically. You my, won't feel the pain till later. My mental health is like going to push me yeah. through this. Now, on the flip coin of that is someone who has every physical notch running at full speed. Yeah. Has the best of the best. But the headspace oh isn't where you need it to be. And look how that engine operates without that. It's almost like that's the motor. You need the motor. Well, and that's that's kind of what the conversation's becoming. And oh my God, I can't believe it's 2021. And we, like, this is opening up another conversation. But oh my God, your brain is literally the driving force of yeah. your entire body. Yeah. Why on earth people still don't think mental health is a real concern is beyond me. It, yeah. Like, if your brain is not in the right space, mm-hmm. neither is anything else. Yeah. It affects every inch of you. So no shit she's not going to compare. Like she, and she even tweeted some videos that are really fascinating, um, showing her practicing like backstage because she's still doing stuff. She can do it, but she's, she kept trying to do this, like this, um, uneven bars thing. Mm -hmm. She can't land on her feet because she's like, I just, I don't know where I'm at. She cannot land on her feet. Can I tell you that's the most fascinating part to me throughout the entire thing is how she's not in seclusion. No. Like you figure if she didn't just disappear. Yes. You almost feel like if this were to happen and this is, don't ask me why this was my preconceived notion, but you feel like you almost leave in shame. Yeah. You almost pack up and you don't want to be in the public eye and you say, I'm going to go deal with this. And instead she is there. She is, she's, she's she's, on mic. She's she's, talking to reporters. Yeah. She's talking to reporters. She is, like I said, she's still practicing backstage. She is cheering on her teammates. She's talking to her coaches. I mean, she is. She's visible. That's the weirdest part. Yeah. Can you imagine? I mean, I I, I can't imagine the pressure that's on her. And then to to, to pull out and still stay visible. Because I won't even say half the world's criticizing her because I think the majority of of sane people think this is... That's just comments. That's the comment section. I'm not worried about that. No, Those people suck. But I mean, she's that that would be a normal reaction to disappear. And maybe that's speaking from my own mental health background where, you know, I've, I've gone through bouts of depression where I can't leave my bed. And I can't imagine being in a headspace still being able to kind of semi-participate in whatever it is we're doing. So not that anything is comparable to anything else, but it's just to me the most amazing part of it is, wow, you're still there. You're still trying. You're still actively involved as much as you can be. It's just amazing. What we need to do now is normalize this for normal people. Everybody. Because I saw somebody, one of my friends, somebody I respect Uh say it online today. Well, I think people use mental health as an excuse, but Simone Biles can use it. I'm like, why? Because she's an Olympic gymnast. Why can't your next door neighbor who works at a factory have a bad mental health day? That's bullshit. It's uh, such an old school kind of thing, but Something you used to hear about in the old school, because again, I just feel like I was raised in 1963 because I was raised by a mother who stopped maturing then. And you also were raised by your grandparents. And then I was raised in the house that was built then. Um, But I remember they would talk about 
uh, back then, the World War II generation or the, the Vietnam vets, uh, shell-shocked. Yeah. Or, oh, one day George cracked. Yeah. You know why? Because back then we didn't talk about this shit. No, we didn't and, treat and, it. And we r- ran people ragged. And, yeah, some people just cracked. Yeah. And all of a sudden they had a nervous breakdown. Uh, I would love to be able to help someone release pressure yeah. before you crack. Exactly. How about before we keep uh, you know turning up the flame and before your egg boils, we find out a way to turn it down. It's, That's what we yeah. can do by having these conversations and by normalizing. If I'm not in the right headspace, I cannot perform my professional job. Whether it's a, being a gymnast or being an accountant exactly. or being a teacher or whatever it is you yeah, do. It doesn't matter. And I don't want this to be, well, you know, unless you're an Olympic gymnast, you're not allowed to have a bad mental health day. Yeah. That's crap. But, yeah. you know, God, it's just when you think about it, your brain controls everything in your body. Yeah. So why why can't it have a bad day, man? Listen, and speaking of it, we just went through this little online um, uh, orientation for our son's school, and they explained all the absences and the absence policy. And guess what? One of the options in the, in there is a mental health day. Oh, my gosh. And again, I know that one, that one sometimes will fire up, you know, comment sections, and people will argue about that. But I go... You know, teenagers are a lot... Hell, talk about a tough time in I your say, life. I say, could you imagine it back when we were going to high school? That that would have been so helpful. Some I can't the, tell you how many times I went into my guidance counselor because I didn't realize that I was anxious. I didn't realize that I had OCD and issues like that because yeah. nobody, nobody took me to a doctor. Nobody gave a shit. Sure. It was just, you know, she's quirky. Get over it. You'll, you'll, you'll be fine. It's a phase. It's a phase. Yeah. She's a teenager. It's a phase. But I, I went you. into my guidance counselor and just, there were so many times that she would just blow me off. She's like, I don't know. And I'm like, that would have been a great day to, you know, oh, I don't know, have a mental health day, go talk to a therapist. So, you know, that's an option for our son now. And he's in, you know, this is for his program, which is middle middle school through through high school. So, hey, speaking of our son, here on this fantastic episode, which we are releasing on Tuesday, we've decided now, Tuesday. And listen, I can't guarantee that the schedule won't be janky going forwards. But I will promise you two podcasts a week because, but listen, while, you paid for it. Well, you paid for it. But what, I mean, are we busy? Yes. We just have to adjust our schedule. Yeah. We have time to we do this. We out. just have to, we, we have to figure it out. So um, our son, he is going to join us. We are going to talk to him. In fact, of what it was like, he officially entered high school. We have a high schooler and we are oh my God. speak to him, find out what he wore on his first day, which he only gets to pick out his shorts. Which, but, which color uh, uniform shirt did you what wear? What color? shorts did you wear he won't carry the way nope. but uh he wants to join us on the podcast yep. people loved uh dylan tried when he was trying new food so we'll that we'll was dylan tries did you see the, rea- school. the reactions to that from parents of picky eaters people loved it yeah. loved it loved it and i i love that they loved it because he he very much wants to be part of this podcast but yeah. we just really didn't realize it till recently yeah. so we want to include him and he wants to be part of it so he will be uh, it'll be dylan tries high school and uh, we'll uh, get, well, he, he's going to check in with us right now. Oh, back to school, back to school to prove to dad that I'm not a fool. I got my lunch packed up, my boots tied tight. I hope I don't get in a fight. Oh, back to school, back to school, back to school. Well, here goes nothing. Holy smokes. We got a kid in high school. What? Do you believe that? No, I... Saying it out loud was very weird today. <laughs> it felt very strange. Like, I mean, this is like, seriously, we we haven't even like really talked about oh, this. No, we haven't. But we have, we have a teacher. That, no, we've had a teacher. Listen, a I know, now. but now listen, he's, he's a high, high schooler. schooler. Listen, you know that whole thing and that, that everything, that's turned into, we have a high school kid. Trust me, I told him in the car the other day about his first ultrasound picture and how um, he looked like a peanut and our friend Jesse Mitchell named him Mr. Mr. Peanut because he looked like a peanut with arms and now he's in high school. <laughs> Today was the first day of high school and all school here in Arizona. Yes, it's early, we know. Joining us now on the podcast is our very own freshman in high school. It's our son, Dylan. Hello, Dylan. Hi. How are you? Good. How are you? We are excited to talk to you and have you tell us all about your first day of high school. Look at him in his little uniform shirt. Isn't it cute? I know. I know. It is very cute. You are. So, well, let's start with that. So you're wearing a uniform this year. 
which is just like, what is it? It's, it's just it's a, a shirt, shirt right? Yeah. Yes. And so what do you feel about that? How do you feel about the uniform? I've got a little bit of mixed feelings about it because what? this is the first school I've been to where they required you to wear a uniform. All right. Did it help though? Because when I picked you up, I didn't see that many people when I dropped you up, but when I picked you up, um, I noticed all the kids were in the same shirt. Does it make you feel better that everybody's wearing the same thing? Kind of. I mean, that's how I was in Catholic school. We all just wore the same thing. We were all oh, yeah. suffering together. We say uniform. I mean, it's literally, you just have to wear the shirt with the logo on it. And you have like three different color options. So there were kids wearing blue today. He's wearing his burgundy. There's like a yellow color. I mean, all we had to do, Dylan, me and you, we went out shopping this weekend. And all we had to do was buy you shorts. That's all we had to buy were, um, were uh, five pairs of shorts. That is true. Which is pretty easy, right? Oh, dude, and tell everyone, what did you wear on your feet for your first day of high school? I wore the new Space Jam Crocs. You did you see our Facebook? How many people? Hold on. I have, to, I have to treat your mother now like a guest when we're on radio. If there's not a microphone in front of you, no one's going to hear sorry. you, okay? Um, on our Facebook page, people said, oh, my God, are those the um, coveted Space Jam Crocs? Apparently, like, everybody wants these. Didn't I call, I called you the same thing about those Lady Gaga Oreos and I was out in Hawaii because apparently they were in short supply and they were selling on eBay out here. And I'm like, dude, there's a whole tier of these out in Hawaii because no one's buying $9 Lady Gaga Oreos. Well, I'm glad you didn't buy a box full because $9 Oreos are a lot. But um, so, all right, cool. So you rock those Space Jam Crocs. How was that? Did you like wearing the shoes? Did you get any comments on the shoes? I hardly got any comments. All right, no comments on the shoes. I didn't know if he got any props on the shoes. So let's start with how... how although, what's that? Although one of my teachers asked me if I saw the new movie because he or she saw my Crocs. Okay. And what'd you tell him? I said yes. And so what'd you think of the, the new Space Jam, by the way? Because everyone keeps asking me and I'm like, well, you know, it's a new Space Jam. What'd you think? It's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, who is your favorite character? I don't have a favorite. Okay. So let's talk about how the day started. Mom, you drove our son to school. What was the commute like? Uh, the commute was fine. It is really nice that it's, you know, sunny and gorgeous here all year round. It definitely helps you kind of get in the groove for the day. Uh, he was very pissed at you when you got in the car for work and turned on Spotify. Oh, you know what? I only did that for like one second. I stopped because I figured that you guys were going to be listening to it. Well, we stopped then too, but we were almost to school, so it was okay. Uh, okay. I just randomly brought a Spotify work, but then I remembered. I said, oh, they're probably going to listen. So then I went to Amazon Music. Yeah. So just, you know, from now on, if you're driving to work at the same time I'm taking him to school, Sorry. don't Sorry. listen to Spotify. Sorry. We finally need to upgrade for my student account and get us all our own profiles on Spotify. Well, listen, the commute to school in the morning is a very defining point in the day and i want to make sure like that's a good experience for him so if he wants to listen to who were we listening to this morning we were listening to um ellie golding Ma ellie golding macklemore uh all kinds of stuff so yeah the commute was it's, fine it's macklemore macklemore um the commute was fine the drop-off was good it was pretty painless and yeah all right so that's from mom's point of view um what was it like oh i mean what was it like when you first got to school i mean just to set this up with with everyone you've never actually walked in your school before no because of course covid pandemic we just moved here like a month ago you never had a chance for an in-person orientation you are not a returning student so you were walking into a building that you where all you had was a map of the school and a schedule. How did your map and your schedule uh, treat you today? Treated me good, other than there was a misprint with it. Okay, so what was the uh, misprint? Tell me about that. I had one of the same classes twice. Okay, so are you taking the same class twice, or? I scrapped the second time I was taking the class, and I am now taking an ASL class. An ASL class. So ASL, that's American Sign Language. Yes. Okay. That's not something I ever had an option to actually do. Spell. He was spelling his name uh, in the car. Spell your name for dad right now. So it's going to be riveting podcast yeah, audio. you can't actually see it, but still. <laughs> Go ahead, I'll do. Uh, he's starting something here. That's a D, I believe. That's an I. That's an L. That's an L. Oh, 
Uh, and, and oh, okay. Well, the, the I and the L, you get kind of easy. Yeah. You get off easy on that one. All right. So you had a switch up on schedule. You had to go to the office. How was the office on the first? That was the first thing you had to do was like show up to the office. How was that? It was good. Okay. Did you get all your business taken care of? I, I know you needed a Chromebook and all that. Well, I didn't, my, I didn't get my Chromebook right away just later in the day. Okay. So tell me about your first class. What was your first class that you went to? Physics. <laughs> <laughs> just, you know, to be fair, we don't know where he gets these smarts from because it's definitely not from us. This must have skipped a generation because we are not smart in any of this stuff. Uh, I'm just trying to figure out when physics became like a freshman in high school class. <laughs> I don't remember physics you know, and I went to Catholic school, which supposedly gave you like a better education back in the day. See, I think I went to public school and they waited to dump like chemi- uh, chem- chemistry and physics on you. So you were like a sophomore or a junior. I mean, like to me, I felt like junior. I always felt like, you know, freshman year was a lot of your basics. So you are doing, okay, physics. <laughs> okay, I know it's a STEM school. Okay, so you went to physics. How was physics? It was good. Okay. Was there any class today that stood out as like maybe your favorite one? That is a good question. Yes. Do you have an answer or do you want to think about it? I think my favorite class so far is math. Okay. Oh, Matt. Good Lord. He really isn't our kid. I'm telling you, he's not our child, you know? Um, so math is one of your favorites. Uh, what was it like going from classroom to classroom? Now, this is something new for you. Um, you didn't really go from classroom to classroom to classroom on a bell schedule at your old school. So what was that like, uh, on your, on your first day? Did you uh, enjoy that? Did it go okay? How were the hallways? Talk to me. It went good. Yeah. The hallway. He's at times where, uh, got a little bit cramped, but... I managed okay. to now, get to my next class. Now, hold on. Let's talk about that. Cramped quarters, everybody. That's right. Elbow to elbow, you were. Um, were you wearing a mask today on your first day of school? Yes. There you go. Look at that. That's his choice, by the way, folks. I want you to know that we're in Arizona. And Arizona, like a lot of states out there, decided to be smart to pass a law that said no one can pass a law when it comes to mandating masks because that's what you really pay your legislators to do. And unfortunately, we are seeing a Delta variant uptick, and Arizona is one of the states that is seeing a rise in infections. And uh, Dylan, you are fully vaccinated for COVID-19. That is true. And that was of your own choice as well. Somewhat. Somewhat. Oh, no. Did we force you into doing that? No. Oh, okay. All right. Hold on. I'm saying, was that your choice? Did you like, 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 did you want to get the vaccine? Yes, I wanted to get the vaccine. All right. Um, So you chose to wear a mask. That's not mandated, okay? The school told us children can wear them if they want to. um, But unfortunately, because of uh, the legislature, we cannot actually have a a rule about it. Well, that's the thing. It was interesting in the, it was a virtual orientation. So that's why he had never like physically been in the school before. But it was kind of funny to hear his principal in so many words say, we can't force them to wear masks. Um, if you feel like, you know, that's wrong, call your legislators, might want to send them with a mask. Like it was very much like we would prefer it, but we can't tell you what to do. Yeah. He was, he was alluding like, Hey, we'd love to have your child vaccinated. If, if not, please wear a mask, please do both. So you're vaccinated and you're wearing a mask. Were there a lot of other students wearing masks? Would you say most of them were, or most of them not? Most of them were wearing, were wearing masks. Okay, so most folks were wearing masks. Um, so that was your first day of high school. Those hallways can be even more fun when you got masks on. So um, that was okay. How was lunch? We didn't get a chance to figure out where you ate lunch. So tell me, where was your lunch? Is there a lunch room? How does lunch work now? Oh, at the moment, they're trying to get had some like new lunch tables for the cafeteria or something, but yeah. I, I don't know. So at the moment, we can just really eat anywhere outside okay so so you're i mean again this is arizona everybody so this is an outdoor campus school i should also say that most of it is outdoors um you guys have have air conditioning inside right yes i yeah. think we do yeah i was well trust me if you didn't i believe you would know okay so you were able to eat like lunch outside yeah okay so how did you enjoy that did you like that yeah. Okay. You'll probably like it better when it's not like as hot. Today was like 106. 
Um, cool. Mom, do you have any questions? No, but I already know the answer to this, and I'm surprised you didn't ask. Dylan made some friends today. Well, I was waiting for that to be the closer. Oh, I was waiting okay. for you to kind of like, you know, do you, do you have any mom, just, mom concerns? No, it was just on the way home. Like, I'm asking him all these questions, and I'm like, oh, I should wait till he tells us on the podcast, but I couldn't wait. So I, I know all this stuff already. <laughs> yeah, I knew that. As soon as I walked in, she wanted to tell me everything. All right, so tell me, you made some friends. Yes. Talk to me about your friends that you made. All right. So in the very first class that I walked in, I met a boy that looked to be a couple years older than me. That's been in the school six since he was in sixth grade. Okay. His name is Ead. Okay. And one of the, another one of his friends walked in, and his name was Safe. Okay. S i s a i f. All right. Way. And I asked them if they could be my friends, and Safe said yes. Oh, there you go. Just, just be direct. Are we friends? All right. That's cool. You meet anyone else? Yes. Yeah? There's this younger kid that looks to be in about, oh, well, he is in the same grade as me. He just looks a little younger than me. Yeah, you guys are at a very unique age where some of you, like you, are going to be tall, um, other, you know, kids are going to be short. Some are going to have deep voices. So you guys are all going to look a little bit different. So you guys are all in the same grade. Just look a little bit different. Yes. Okay. So, uh, so you met this person where? He's pretty much in all of my classes. Oh, so that's, you know what? Everyone has that person in high school that you realize, oh dude, we're in all these classes together. Yeah. Those are the good friends to have because you can like help on homework and tests and projects and stuff. You know where the other one's going to be. And it's, it's like not even like you got to be like close homies, but it's just good to have someone that you know is in all those classes. Cause I, I'll tell you why you're going to end up stopping them in the hallway one day going, Hey man, is that thing due for that one class? <laughs> That's what they're going to be able to help you out with. Um, cool. So, I mean, so you made some friends. Yes. Um, how were the teachers did was was that cool meeting all the new teachers oh yeah yeah and i mean just overall tell me like on a scale of one to ten one being sucks ten being awesome like how good of a first day of uh high school did you have 12 look at this oh my god Come on. that's fantastic that's I'm, I mean I'm I'm really happy for you, Dylan, because I had a really fun high school experience. Is as crazy as it was for me, and I know anyone who knows me from the time I was little, including my wife, just because she knows my my yeah. history. They're gonna think you really you, you thought high school was fun. I loved high school. I thought it was a lot of fun to meet a lot of new people and do a lot of new cool things. And I'm so happy and excited for you that you get to. Uh, to do this, man. Congratulations, brother. Thank you. Yeah. And mom, I mean, I know you had all types of trepidation. Poor mom has lived her trauma through her anxieties of what may happen. And look at this experience that your son's having. I was more worried about middle school. What Pat's not telling you is he was like petrified for the last week about Dylan going. I've never seen him that worked up about going to school. I talked about this today with, with one of my colleagues. This is good when all your colleagues are a therapist, (laughs) by the way. Um, I, I said that I'm I'm like, I've been wound up. And I said yesterday, especially I said, I was wound up for my son going to high school. And it was more because of me. I said, I didn't have the information because I remember going to freshman year and it was a big deal when I did it because you had to apply to a school and get approved. And we had this big orientation and this big night. And you did this mock walk through all your classes. And I just remember these training wheels. And I'm sitting there like, holy smokes, I'm dropping my son off at a new school where he doesn't know any any teachers. He's literally, I mean, Dylan, you are, you're quote unquote, the new kid, right? Yes. And have have you talked to anyone about like where you came from and how you just moved here? Yes, a little. Okay. And what are what's like anyone saying about that? I don't remember what some of them said, but and I do remember one of my teachers asking about it. Yeah. Did they ask you about the Flint water crisis? No. Okay. Yay, All right. Good. Don't trust me, Dylan. You're, they will. <laughs> you will get asked about that. But. It was just weird because usually I'm like the worked up mom who is overthinking everything and freaking out. And I wasn't freaking out about him going 
to this school, to this new school, and Pat was losing his mind. It was just a reversal of roles, so I was I was not ready for no, it. No, not that I want to argue this point the whole podcast, but you were also the one who's been communicating with the school. Well, yeah. You've been the one trading emails, yeah. so you've had some communication. Yeah, no, I was more comfortable with it, and I also just, I feel like I know our son, and He's so easily adaptable. He's a rock star. This kid doesn't even remember. He was dropped off at a school with no one there, and he was fine. He just (laughs) sat down. He sat down and just ate his ham sandwich. Like, eventually, I'm going to get to where I need to be. You don't remember that, do you? First grade? I do not remember that. There you go. Good. Good thing you don't remember that. Um, But this is, yeah, no, I mean, I was a little, you know, like like on edge because of that, a little bit of the mystery on me. But this is awesome, dude. High school was a blast for me. Um, and I really wish you well on your high school journey, man. This is so fan. I'm so proud of you. I'm proud of you, dude. Thank you. Got anything else you want to say? There is one thing. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. If my, if my future kids ever ask me what my favorite part of high school was, it is not going to be making out with if their mom. I've seen that Hershey's commercial. All right. There we go, folks. That's his final words. The Pat and AJ Podcast Network is available on all your favorite audio platforms. Subscribe today. Follow Pat and AJ on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook now at Pat and AJ. PatandAJ.com. Support the Pat and AJ Podcast Network today by donating on Venmo or Cash App. Powered by the people. The Pat and AJ Podcast.